Does it make sense to move from Twitch to YouTube for live streaming? I want the feature that YouTube has where you can rewind during live streams. Absolutely. It is definitely a feature that YouTube has over Twitch. Like the, it, the only downside that that has is the possibility that a significant amount of your viewership isn't at the same time as everyone else. But I absolutely agree it's a, it's a good feature. And I'm assuming that, well, A, it's both a hard thing to achieve and uh, given that Twitch wasn't made with that in mind, it's probably not easy to, to just implement, you know? Like there's not a lot of things that YouTube live streaming has on, um, on Twitch, but that is one of them. How many of you know Harris Heller, um, Alpha Gaming. You know me, you need to know him for what I say to, uh, to make sense here. So, um, Harris Heller is, is a guy, he grew, he grew popular on like Vine, uh, me, Instagram or something. Um, but then like it all came tumbling down and then he kind of rebuilt himself as the dude who does commentary on Twitch, YouTube, live streaming in general. Um, the, the kind of, a bit of tech, bit of commentary on the industry, blah, blah, blah. But he, he made, made a video yesterday where he said he's moving from Twitch to YouTube to do live streaming. Not because he hates Twitch in any capacity, but the, his justification was the, the kind of thing that I talked about before, where YouTube has what TikTok has in the form of shorts, or at least they're, they're putting it there. YouTube has live streaming, what Twitch has, but it also has the offline content. So if you're on Twitch, you have to use other platforms to also grow on to put your other content. There's not a lot of traffic that just goes to Twitch. You kind of have to bring viewers over. And he kind of looked forward to doing everything on one platform and growing with YouTube's live streaming. Because while it isn't you know, as good as Twitch is right now, it's not like leaps and bounds off. And he, he just believes that YouTube is eventually the future because Twitch has no interest in competing with YouTube in the realm of uh, edited content. Basically, everything that I've been saying that I don't really like about Twitch. <laughs> but for me, the all the eggs in one basket thing is one argument against doing everything on YouTube. There is some added security if, uh, while there is some inefficiency being on, you know, TikTok, Twitch and YouTube. And certainly TikTok does shorts better than YouTube does because they, you know, started far earlier. And of course, Twitch does live stream better than YouTube does because again, they started way earlier. But just the amount of money behind YouTube, the ground's always going to be made, you know. Doing it the first time is often a lot harder than doing it the second time. So YouTube can just see what TikTok has done that has been successful and do that, has seen what Twitch has done and, and, and do that. It is, of course, hard to, you know, break into that market and be like, yeah, don't go to TikTok for shorts anymore. Just go to YouTube. But, you know, I'm, I'm like, obviously, I'm not doing going to do what he did. But it, like, it was just the first time that someone that I knew, even in passing, I don't know him personally, I mean, of his content, who has just openly said that. They haven't gone to YouTube because they got a contract. They haven't gone to YouTube because they hate Twitch. They went, yeah, I, I think this is just the platform that is going to be the future. In my opinion, I don't think Twitch is going anywhere. I don't think it's going to implode. I just think it's going to slowly lose market share. But if you look at like the numbers of Twitch's growth, we I showed them on stream once before. Um, Twitch has just massively grown. Like it, it, it doubled in the last year in terms of watch hours. 
which is a lot harder when you're, you know, a lot bigger. Like going from one to two is easier than going from 50 to 100. At least the, the amount that you need to increase to do that, you know. Um, and, and while like, like Facebook gaming grew more than YouTube live streaming, at least it's according to some numbers or whatever. I, I, who knows if they're recording the numbers correctly, but like it doesn't look like Twitch is slowing down at all and COVID has just massively helped it. So maybe I'm being overly bleak and maybe Harris Heller is also being overly bleak, bleak about Twitch's future. I just don't know how Twitch is ever going to compete with the discoverability of the edited content on YouTube. Until Twitch is no longer dependent upon other platforms to advertise its streamers, um, it's always going to be in a precarious situation for the future. Who watches Facebook gaming? Who uses Facebook? It's weird to think of people using Facebook, but a lot of people fucking do. Someone, um, uh, do a poll. Um, who in my audience used Facebook within the last week? It's, it's anonymous, guys. You don't have to lie. You, you, like, you, don't be like, oh, man, but Dark Viper may find out I'm one of the cool, the non-cool people who uses Facebook still are. No, just answer honestly. So fa Facebook, I believe, got sued because they overrepresented engagement by saying like, you know, a per like just scrolling by if a video starts playing, that's a view, which is not the case. Like YouTube doesn't count a view unless you stay for like 15 seconds or something like that. Or, or you watch a certain portion of the video. I, I don't know the exact numbers. Instagram doesn't count though. Instagram is technically different even if it's owned by Facebook. Does, yeah, Messenger with Facebook counts. Just anything related to Facebook. In Latin America, Facebook is the Reddit for us. Hmm. So only 30%. I've never looked into like how much Facebook numbers are declining or whatever. Like it, it, I've never heard anyone saying like Facebook's on the decline. No, actually I have. I remember actually seeing a report like the first year that they actually lost users. Wasn't that wasn't that 2018? It was like the first year that their their amount of um, active users didn't go in increase or something. Yeah, I agree. I think Facebook is the worst. Playing Heroes of Might and Magic 3 on stream and cheating in gaming. If you want to play Heroes of Might and Magic 3 yourself, buy it from Good Old Games, GOG, and download the fan expansion Horn of Abyss. Do not buy it on Steam. Do you plan to continue playing Heroes of Might and Magic? And if you, if so, you can recommend a way for someone who knows nothing about to learn it to the extent I can. I do intend to keep playing Heroes of Might and Magic. How to learn to play it? I don't know. You just play it, I suppose. Maybe playing the tutorial will probably teach you how to play. Or the, the campaign, I mean. I learned the game when I was a little kid. And even then, like, I I don't, didn't play it to the proficiency I play now. Like, when you're a kid, you just kind of throw your creatures at the other creatures. And if you lose, you go, ah, oh, that's annoying. And you reload the game. <laughs> you reload your save file. Like, obviously... I knew some of the mechanics and how to play with it, but I, like, being 10 years old, I'm not like a master tactician or some shit. It's offline. You can play um, online with other people in, if you have the mod. What if the person I was playing in Heroes watched me on stream? Uh, there's nothing I could do about that. I'm not that concerned though. Heroes of Might and Magic isn't like some... Okay, well, it is a massively prestigious game. That people can cheat doesn't mean that they're likely to cheat. You know, the, the average person who's going to the effort to play a game that's 20 years old and go to the effort to actually be competitive at it is probably not a person who's going to want to cheat at it, right? Because what do you get out of it? Fucking nothing. And if I lose a game, so what? You know, I'm now following a dude who plays Hero 3, Heroes 3, and he, um, his title was um, trying to get to top 50. 
don't know if he uses delay or not, but I like I, I just find it hard to believe that anyone would go the effort to look on Twitch to see if someone's streaming the game and to stream snipe them. To put it in perspective, I think I'm ranks 63,000th, I think. That that game 20 years old has 63,000 people on their ladder is fucking crazy. <laughs> oh no, no, certainly Ram, that there are people exi who exist who just like to cheat or like to feel that sense of dominance or, or whatever, who will just take any edge they can get. It's just that they're the minority of people. In the same way that effectively everyone who goes into a supermarket could, if they wanted to, steal a candy bar as they leave. And no one would ever fucking know. And even if someone noticed, they probably wouldn't do anything about it. Because why go for the hassle for one candy bar? But most people do not steal a candy bar when they're leaving the store. The, the ability to cheat does not is not the same thing as the likelihood of people to cheat, you know? Am I done with Heroes of Ma Magic 3? Now that I know the ladder system works really well, uh, probably not. Although I'm not a fan of what I've been told about the meta, where usually it's like a couple of weeks. Like, the games last three weeks or whatever. Not sure how much I like that idea. Maybe I just need to play larger maps. Dumb memes in Twitch chat. Why can't you say hi YouTube? Because uh, it was a good meme for like five days until people realized that they can just spam hi YouTube. And so whenever I stop, start speaking, people start spamming hi YouTube, just clocking up chat and making it unreadable. And so we now have bans and timeouts for people who do that shit. Basically, chat once more killed a good thing. As Twitch has gotten bigger and has become far more common for people to uh, upload stuff from Twitch to YouTube, this meme of people typing hi YouTube is, uh, is, is increased exponentially. But for me, because so much of my content goes on YouTube, people can quickly identify what parts of the run are going to be on YouTube. Like when I get to certain points, if you've seen the no damage run, you're like, well, if I type something here, it's going to be in the video because this is he always puts this part of the no damage run on YouTube. When I start talking about something, they're like, well, this is a ramble right here. I'm going to type something in chat to see myself later. It's just, it's just not, it's just not good. Like in an ideal world, the only thing in chat would be when people have something to say, rather than people just typing to get noticed. Oddly, what bothers me most about the high YouTube thing is not the high YouTube thing. It's when I explain I don't like it and then people still do it. Like, you know, it's the internet. Like, you got to expect those things. But just, it just, it just irks me a little bit. The existence of people who just, the only thing they want to do is cause annoyance and pain and suffering to others. It's, it's just fucking awful. It's a small portion of the population, man. If just, they just didn't exist, the world would be so much, so much of a better place, you know? Like, you, like you've got to imagine, like, 1% of the population, in their desire to cause suffering to others, probably caused like 80% of the fucking problems. Time for a cult? No, I imagine a world where we're killing 1% of the population would somehow be a much worse world than whatever problems such people cause. What are your opinions when people say the view count, when you say you have it off and don't have it? I, I hate when people mention the view count. I, I have adamantly said anyone who mentions the view count in any stream, um, you, you're either new to the platform or you're an arsehole. Like, there, there's no in-between there. Why? Because there's no circumstance where a person can benefit from knowing their view count unless they explicitly want to know it. Your view count goes down? You might feel shit because your view count is lower than normal. If your view count goes up, you might get nervous because your view count is higher. And you as a viewer have no fucking idea how the stream is going to respond to your giving that information. So you're, you're just, you're giving that information for no practical benefit, considering that the streamer can get that information themselves while running the huge risk that you're going to cause the streamer discomfort for giving that information. So either you're new to the platform and you don't know this, or you know this and you're an asshole. 
There's no in-between. Or even people who say, oh, the chat is really slow today. It's like, a viewer doesn't know how fast the fucking chat should be, given any any factor on this fucking platform. And then you become defensive about it. It, it, it what? It's just such assholes. Do I hate trolls and just those types of people? It depends on what type of trolling you're, you're talking about. If you just mean like jokes and shit, that's fine. But people who specifically uh, do stuff just to cause like harm and suffering to others and they consider that funny. Yeah, fuck those people. Differences in humor taste. My humor is trash. I saw someone write a post, uh, a comment where they were like, maybe my humor is just weird, but chop falling through the grounds was the funniest thing to me. Um, in facts and glitches. Like, I thought it was somewhat amusing that Chop is falling through the ground. But I didn't, like, laugh at it or something. But this guy was, like, adamant that he just burst out laughing. There was definitely a lot of times in my series where I'll put in something that I think is kind of funny. Blow air out my nose. And he will say, that was fucking hilarious, man. I'm like, oh, alright. <laughs> you know? I sometimes think I have, like, a high threshold for humor or something. Like... There's a lot of stuff that other people find funny that I don't find funny. Then I look at myself in chaos and I fucking laugh at everything. Like, I find everything funny. Um, like, maybe maybe there's only a select amount of things that I that I find humorous, but I laugh at all of them. I don't know. Sometimes it's interesting with the clips and stuff. What you find funny? Yeah, like, that clip of me just saying... Taco chips. I find that fucking hysterical. There's been multiple clips that I've found hysterical that haven't hit, like, 20k views on the clip channel. Probably because they don't appeal to a wider audience, like they don't have GTA in them or whatever, but uh, yeah. Oh no, I said Dorito chips, is I? <gasps> Dorito chips! <laughs> and then is my concern, um, with a lot of my content. Like, when I first got editors, when I have Couch go through the, um, the clips before they go come to me. My concern is that people will miss things that I will find funny. But at the end of the day, there's at least like an 80% overlap between stuff that I find funny and that other people find funny and stuff, right? Like, you know. The main point is to get the really good stuff, not the fringe niche stuff that only I would find funny. My favorite games. Is GTA 5 my favorite game of all time? It's hard to say, like my favorite games are Heroes of Might and Magic 3, Dark Souls, and GTA 5. But when I say Dark Souls, I mean like the entire franchise of Souls. With, uh, as far as GTA is concerned, I can take or leave the other GTAs. Maybe not GTA 4. Maybe not so. Okay, well the other GTAs are pretty good, but like... I prefer Heroes of Might Magic 3 and Dark Souls to any other GTA. GTA 5, we're talking like it's, uh, you know, it's a debate there. Yeah, it includes Bloodborne. Like, uh, Souls is just its own feel of a game that I can't really get anywhere else. I, I just like the, so, the gameplay in 4, some of it's good, some of it's bad, but I like the charm of the characters. What type of keys do I use in my keyboard? What switches do my keyboard ha keyboard have? It, it has a combination of red and blue keys. I usually just have all red, but last time this Logitech board, I, I got a new one. Like 30 plus percent of the keys were damaged. Like they, ha they had double stroke. Insane. Like, I don't know what mistakes Logitech is making with their quality control these days, but it's fucking horrendous. Commissioning a memento of GTA 5. Legit though, I'm not a person who wants stuff on my walls and stuff, like I, I don't like, I'm not a big decor kind of guy. But I kind of do want to have like, I don't know, commissions, like an amazing picture of Michael, Franklin and Trevor, like just to hang up on a wall somewhere or something. I'm sure I could find something, but I kind of want something original. This game just makes me feel good. 
you know? That comfortable pair of gloves. And even when I stop playing it, I want something just to look at it and go, I remember all that mental scarring and suffering I had in that game. It's good times. <laughs> Me, it's a bit of a love-hate kind of thing, chat. Does Rockstar want me to succeed in my no damage run? And profile not found with a fat $40. You got this, Matt. We all love you and believe in you. Uh, don't let Rockstar win. Honestly, if there is any Rockstar people aware of what I'm doing, I'm sure they would be happy with me to succeed. Because it will just be one small bit of uh, additional publicity for the game. Rockstar has nothing, <laughs> there's no reason to want me to fail. 20% of my audience plays Genshin Impacts. Can someone make a poll and ask how many people here have played Genshin Impacts? Like every time I hear about that game, it's like, it's making a billion dollars, it's making a hundred, it's making a trillion, it's making a planet size worth of money. And I see clips of it, and I'm like, oh, this actually looks pretty decent for, a, pretty good for a mobile game, but. Like, I've just never met anyone who's played it. Yes, I saw 20% of people there had played Genshin Impact. I mean, you say, you say only 20%, but it's a mobile game in a stream for Grand Theft Auto V. I guess the reason is just because of how large mobile gaming is and how many people go to school, go to work, or their stuff and can't be at their PC. So they just grab onto whatever is the biggest mobile game. Interesting. I heard once that like 80% of games that are made um, don't make their money back. Like while the gaming industry is huge, it's in the same way that like Twitch and YouTube is, but it's like the, just the people at the top making the vast majority of that money. I wonder if the people making the game were like, yeah, this game's gonna make billions of dollars when they put it together. It's on PC? Yeah, but it's came from mobile though. I doubt the majority of Genshin Impact players up on PC. Can someone just look it up? Like, what percentage of the player base is on PC? Now, there's no way the majority is on PC. Any game that's popular on mobile always has more people playing on mobile. Because everyone has a fucking mobile phone, not everyone has a PC or whatever. Especially when you're counting, you know, um, uh, the Asian region. 38% on PC? 39 million PC players? Guys. Becoming a uh, Genshin Impact streamer. What do you think of mobile games that target little kids to take their parents' money? Fuck, that's not that's not mo mobile. That is not in any way, shape, or form what mobile games target. Mobile games target like the bored motherfucker programmer dude who's making a hundred k a year, has no friends, and wants to buy loot boxes. You you know what I'm saying? Like the, the people with just no nothing. Like they they work a high paying job but do nothing else with themselves. And so they just have money to throw at shark cars and shit. The whales, you know? I am sure that these mobile games do take some money from kids, but the amount of kids who uh, have the balls or just have normal access to their parents' credit cards is very tiny compared to the amount of people who just have credit cards. <laughs> it's cross-play so all platforms can play at once and half the player base is on PlayStation 4 PC. Interesting. You know what they say, chat. Waifus sell. <laughs> that is definitely expression. As old as the economy itself. They've been saying that shit since the 1300s. Well, you know, uh, waifus sell. Let's put some hot women on these boats. <laughs> paint some anime women on your boat and somehow you, uh, you make it through your voyage. Never got into these games. 
but it will be interesting to maybe try it one day. I feel like I've just worked in the capacity to promote the game and I haven't been paid for it. Look guys, don't pay Genshin Impact unless they pay me. <laughs> As a matter of fact, don't play any game unless they pay me. When is the next cooking stream? When are we gonna do cooking streams again? Like, you don't plan cooking streams. You be like, I got the munchies, and then you just turn on the camera, you know? But because I'm watching my weight, I don't have the munchies. Like, if I don't go to bed hungry, I consider that to be uh, a failure. I don't want to be starving or something, but I'm just a little bit hungry. You know, just, just, you know, just not, not full, you know? I actually failed last night because I actually ate um, some candy that I had in my cupboard. As you do. You know, you cover candy. Everyone's got that, right? I'm like, because th this is the worst justification, chat. The worst justification. I'm like, but if I eat it, then it's gone. So then, then I'll never be tempted again. So why not just eat it now, and then, like... Sure, I'm, I'm breaking the rules kind of now, but then I can't break the rules in the future. Fucking dumbass. Past Matt. Thinks he's smart, but he dumb. <laughs> When's the next cooking with Viper? It's never going to be a planned thing. I do eventually want to make a cake on stream, though. I'm sure it's going to be terrible. Like, if it was something I would do more regularly, I would have, like, an actual setup or something in my kitchen. Get myself a laptop or something. The scuff recording is part of it? Me a little bit, yeah. It's hard to say exactly what makes those videos good, but it's mainly me just being bad at stuff. And me thinking that doing something like that I've always done is the right way of doing it. And Trash is like, no, Matt, you've been doing it wrong your entire life. It's like, oh, shit. <laughs> I still think that Taco Bell was great, though. Just saying. The loss of value in gift giving. Like, if I don't go to bed hungry, I consider that to be uh, a failure. I actually failed last night because I actually ate um, some candy that I had in my cupboard. As you do. You know, you cover candy. Everyone's got that, right? It's because uh, for my birthday and Christmas and stuff, um, my family gives me um, candy and stuff. Because, like, what else are they going to buy me? I swear to you, the amount of scratchy scratch-off things to win money that people gave me, insane. Like, it'll take like an hour to scratch them all. They're still on, uh, on my uh, table. Because no one knows what to get me. On some level, I'd like to say to them, like, look, just don't buy me anything. It's all good, you know? It's especially bad because I, I'm not a gift-giving person. My mother buys the gifts and then just says it's from all of us, you know? I'm terrible. I'm tempted to, uh, give some of my relatives some money and be like, Hey, yo, this is for all the gifts I never purchased for you guys. Just do something good with it, you know? It's funny, though, because in general, gift-giving is like a loss of value. Because, like, you, you want to have somewhat equivalent exchange, right? So, you buy something for $50 for another person, they buy something for $50 for you, and at least some of the time, what you would pay for that product isn't $50, or you may not want that product at all. So you get given a $50 thing that you'd only pay 20 bucks for normally, and you give a, something to the other person, and they'd only pay 30 bucks for that. But it's about the, look, I care about you enough to give you a gift, or an excuse to see that person, you know? It isn't about the gift, really. Except when you're a kid, because you don't have to buy anyone gifts, and, and they just buy you a bunch of stuff, you know? It's about the feelings, chat. And can you put a price on feelings? Yeah, it's like seven bucks, but... <laughs> if you're less cynical, though, you can't. <laughs> I would like to buy some feelings. They are nice, but not expensive. You hate cars because they're all generic? My mother 
for my birthday bought me a card that wasn't generic. As in, I assume she paid some money to have wonderful calligraphy, a lovely message. It even had my name in it. And I kind of glanced over it and closed the card. And she's like, I'm like, it's, it's, it's nice. And she's like, did you read it? Oh, my name's in this. I mean, like, is it really my fault when 99.999% of cards I've ever received have inside them? Good job at your birthday. Happiness for you. Like, <laughs> it was very, very nice. I have often said that my family has done a better job at uh, showing me that they love me than I've uh, done in reverse. But I hope they know. Be sure to like the video and subscribe to my channel. It costs you nothing and I wish you all the best.